I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to Solo Rip number 30. Every time we get to these, I guess, 10 sets, these even 30, 20, uh, I think it's a cause for celebration. I think it's a beautiful thing that these side chain blocks continue to get mined. A friendly reminder that the main chain is on Wednesday and you'll get amazing interviews with amazing people. My last one with Matt Hill um, kind of not in a bad way shielded me, but talked me into getting my own personal server and getting one of those embassy. So if you haven't checked out that conversation with Matt Hill from Start9 about, you know, private computing and, and sovereign computing, I should say, and private servers, go check that out in the main episode. But we are not here for that. As y'all know, which is highly appreciated and y'all love, these solo rips are where I get to kind of do whatever it is that I want to do and vent a little bit of frustration, also provide some value, give you some conversations that you can take into your normal workday week or weekend and try to do that in a concise order so that I don't take up all of your time. Because I see you podcasters out here trying to take three hours of your people's time. We ain't got time for y'all three-hour podcast, man. There's only very few that get that seat, that pedestal. So to you creators out there, if you can have a three-hour convo, fantastic. But if you can condense your time into a half-hour set, maybe a 45-minute set, you will be better off getting your point across than you would be if you were doing a weekly two-hour, three-hour podcast. There's just so much content out there. So don't try to go up the hill, right? Or every now and then you can. Just try to be realistic with your time and try to organize yourself because in Bitcoin, we could talk about this stuff for days, man. None of this stuff is actually like exclusive to me talking about it. Like we all know about this stuff on Twitter before we even hear it on podcast. So just imagine how much flavors are out there of podcast. So that's what these solo rips are for. Number 30 is in the house. I'm going to go through my delegates and I'm going to go through my voters. Um, to new time listeners, delegates are people that boost the show. If you don't know what a boost is, a boost is, you know, podcasting 2.0's way to leave your feedback on an app is to leave a message, to leave a comment, to leave some love, to leave some disgust, to leave whatever it is that you want to leave. You put up some sets, you send it out, and then we here at Talking in Bits get that boost and we're able to vet it, we're able to give love to it, we're able to address it, uh, any uh, category that it falls under, we're able to do that. So the delegates, the people I'm about to name here are the people that boosted, and then the voters are just the passive listeners, which I appreciate as well. Passive listening, you kind of just earn sats, you stream sats while you're listening to Talking in Bits, and you don't really want to be vocal, you don't really want to say anything. You just actually want to show some love in that fashion. So both of you are equally as important, but the delegates hold a little bit more weight because they're making their opinion be heard. So for the first time listeners, that's what this is about. So let's get into it, man. The delegates for this past week, man. Cypher High, I appreciate you, man, uh, showing love and coming by. Hope you're loving the show. Hot Potato Head. I think you're new here, Hot Potato Head, but I appreciate you. Hope that you stick around and you're not a last time listener, but nonetheless, you poked your head in no pun intended. <laughs> you showed me some love. You showed the show some love. And I appreciate you for that. So hot potato head. Mr. Robot, 
my brother, man, I got nothing but love for you. Awesome working with you on Slim Stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, that episode with Sahil about UX design and UI design and Bitcoin. Go check it out on the main chain if you guys haven't checked it out. Sahil is the man over at Unchained, man. We we have high respects for Sahil and his work. And the guy is very knowledgeable on design. But his get on zero fiat argument is a very strong one. And he's probably the only person I know that's actually doing this successfully. We have a lot of LARPers out here, but Sahil is not one of those. He's actually doing this thing. So that's a fascinating conversation. Hey, at Spiral, stacks, 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 stacks. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, good sir. I appreciate the sats. I appreciate the boost. Gene, Gene is here week in and week out, man. A lot of y'all got to catch up to Gene. Gene ain't playing around here, man. Gene is boosting left and right. He's taking advantage of this new way of podcasting, of listening to the stuff he likes. And cheers to you, good sir. I appreciate you as well. Gene showing up in and out. The Wild Hustle. Hey, man, you're not the first person that told me that these solo rips are filled with heat, man. I appreciate you stepping in and saying that. That's just another vote in that direction. But a lot of people have told me in person and uh, through Boost and other way, the same thing that you told me, which is, these these get you amped up and, and I appreciate the listen. Sometimes I get myself amped up a little more than I should, but I know you guys actually resonate with me, man, because we're in this battle together. We're fighting this whole thing together. We're not asleep at the wheel, stacking sats and thinking that we figured anything out. We're out here trying to change the world. And I know sometimes that comes off a little aggression, but you, my man, understand it. And I appreciate you for the boost. Uh, Fiat at Fiat Bad. I think I remember you from the bonfire, man. I think you were there with your lady. Um, I think we talked a little bit about it. So thanks, man. I appreciate you coming by and showing support. Um, let us know how we can improve. Hopefully, you know, Talking in Bits gets into your uh, your weekly routine of, of podcasting and you can continue to show us the love here at the show. I'm glad you're enjoying Fountain and the Podcasting 2.0 experience. Um, and it was awesome meeting you out there. Hopefully we can have some future conversations. I'm always open to talk to anybody who's a listener or supporter of the show really anybody that's into Bitcoin in general. Um, but at Fiat Bad, I appreciate y'all. That wraps up the delegate section. Once again, keep the boost coming. Keep the feedback coming. Let us know how we can get better. There's nowhere in my mind that I think that this is the best show that it can be yet. I think it can get there, but I think it gets there with y'all help. I think it gets there with y'all feedback because, you know, I'm one side of the equation. I'm in front of the camera. I'm doing the talking. I'm doing all this stuff. You guys are the other side. You guys are the guys, uh, the people the, the uh, ladies and gents that are enjoying this information. And, and that's important for us to have that mutual relationship of connection, of discussion, so that this show can get better and better and better. Um, not for my sake, but for your sake. You guys are investing your time along as we your sats. Uh, for the voters section, Patree, I see you, man. Uh, I, the last few weeks you've been back. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. Rage as fuck. Appreciate you, man. You, you seem to be coming back, and I appreciate the sats being streamed and checking out the content. Uh, let us know how we can improve, man. Put up a, a boost up there and, and let us know how we can fix things or let us know that you just vibing with us and you like what we're doing. Auburn Citadel, you really seem to enjoy that episode with Matt. Um, I appreciate those really high-value uh, per-minute sat streams. I think it was somewhere around a 1,000 or something like that. I have a few splits, so it, it, it makes like 800 to me. But I appreciate you for that. That's probably the highest anybody has ever streamed minute for minute. You really enjoyed the signal in that Matt conversation, which I think we all should take serious, not for nothing. I think personal computing, sovereign computing is very important in a world where we willingly give up our information. You seem to be of that cloth, of that breed, and I appreciate the sats. Crankle Don, Crankle Don, keep coming back. Appreciate you, Crankle Don. Dirty Jersey whore. 
Appreciate you, good sir. You're always sticking around. You gave me some real life feedback, uh, but you also keep coming through with them sats and showing some love. And uh, Tim88, T-Y-M-88, appreciate you. I think you're a new time, uh, first time listener as well. Appreciate the love. Welcome to the Talking and Bits tribe. Uh, and, and as you've heard a few times already, let us know how we can improve. Um, before I get into the topics here, just want to have a moment of reflection here. Um, I'm extremely grateful at where I'm at in life right now. Uh, this is coming from an individual that, you know, this may sound cliche to some. It may sound, you may hear it in my voice. You may hear it in the way I conducted myself. From a kid that grew up in the projects, right? And the kid that was surrounded by crack, by surrounded by everything you can think of that, that, that poverty entails, um, and, and had a, a pretty hard upbringing. Man, where I'm at right now, it's absolutely fascinating. Uh, and I'm, I'm super grateful. And I really wanted to reflect on, I have been reflecting on that, but I really want to reflect with that with y'all here because I love to be transparent on these solo rips. Um, I want y'all to know that none of this is an accident. I want y'all to know that nothing that's coming up, you know, that I have cooking up of the discussions that I've been having is an accident. Sometimes I trick myself into thinking that I'm lucky and luck is a piece of that. But I had my brother-in-law come down to visit last week. And this is somebody that's known me, you know, for a long time now, pretty much since I started my podcasting journey in 2018. Um, and he told me, man, like we were walking down Congress Street here in Austin. And he basically told me, man, he's proud of me, which I appreciate. And he told me why he's proud of me. Because he's watched me. My wife has watched me. Those that are close have watched me work my fucking ass off. Really hard work and everything that I do. I try to give everybody my time, which I know is impossible. I try to give everybody my, my, you know, my intelligence. I try to give the shirt off my back if I can. And the ones, the real ones appreciate that and resonate with that. But bringing it back to myself, I never thought that I would be here. I never thought that I would walk the halls of my day job working in the Bitcoin space with some of the greatest Bitcoiners of all time, right? I never thought that I would be close to the wisdom that I constantly receive day in and day out. I never thought I would be in the position to help people be able to secure their wealth and be able to secure their legacy and their future with this freedom technology that we have the pleasure of being able to represent, being able to take part of, and being able to help build. I never thought I would have a podcast with as many avid and loyal listeners as y'all, the one who listens to the show and support the show. None of this, if you would have asked me a year ago, I would have thought would be possible. Mind you, this show existed a year ago, but I didn't think it would be like this. I didn't think that this show would be the avenue, the arena to take me to the meeting rooms and the conversations that I've been having lately. And I'm proud to say that I've done all that off of my own sweat equity on my back. I've never taken a single dollar to do this podcast, right? Besides the sats that are streamed and donated to me. I've never sponsored anybody. I've never cared to. Because I think once I start doing that, I dilute the waters for y'all. There was a lot of people that were telling me, that's a bad move, man. You're giving up your time. Time is worth money. Time is worth this. You can't give it up for free. XYZ over here is doing this much. 
XYZ over there is doing the same thing you're sort of doing and they're making that much. And I always had one thing to say, XYZ is not me. And I'll never lie to the people that spend their time, like y'all, to support me and to listen to the show and give me your time. I'm very humbled to be in the position to be able to explain the things that I talk about, to be able to be aware of the things that I talk about because most people are not aware. And like I said, super, super grateful. For those of you that don't know where I work, I won't continue to dox myself, but you can easily find out where it is that I work. But my reason for saying that is, is that, you know, every day that I'm in the office, I get the ability to look over to my left-hand side and look out the window and I'm sitting right on 6th and Congress here in Austin. It's literally my windows right there. I'm watching the street. I'm watching the people move. I'm watching, you know, urban society move in one of the biggest key points in this whole fight that we have for Bitcoin. And that's here in Austin, um, right down the street from the Capitol building. I can see that to my right. And I'm blown away that a person from the projects, um, you know, can get to the position that they're in right now. I'm not giving up. I won't slow down and I will only continue to improve. But it's important that while you're on the journey, you take some time to reflect. And that's what I wanted to take these few minutes to do here. Not only reflect, uh, because I do that with myself all the time, but reflect to y'all, the listeners, and let you know that I'm humbly grateful for every single minute, every single second, every single set, every single idea, every single thought, every single piece of feedback that you guys provide this show and you guys keep coming back and this wouldn't be here without y'all um, and everything is possible if you just put in the work. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I bitch. Sometimes I get into my pissy fit bag. Sometimes I get into my ungrateful bag. But all I have to do is just look around for a few seconds to realize that things are excellent. Things are better than they've ever been. And back to it sounding cliche because a lot of people say this but I can actually say this for sure. I grew up in an environment where a lot of my peers either died or went to jail. And I could have very easily fallen into any one of those criterias. But here I am talking to y'all and I appreciate it. All right, enough of that gushy stuff. Enough of, the, of that. Let's get into a few topics that I have here. And I got to start with, I'm going to start, I'm going to do Thank a Maxi after this, but I, I still wanted to do this one before because Nick Carter is either the stupidest motherfucker of all time or he's the smartest marketer of all time. I, I really don't know because you remember back when Nick Carter did his old debacle thing when he started talking about Maxis, I stated on this show that that's a form of marketing to get everybody against you because when you get everybody against you, it's sort of like in wrestling, right? When you have like, you know, your favorite, I'm going to age myself here, but like you had like a Bret Hitman Hart, right? Or something like that. Well, Bret Hitman Hart was a good guy for a while. Then he turned into a bad guy. Then he went into a good guy. Same thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Same thing with The Undertaker. Those guys, that's, that's a narrative that you play because fans, although they want, they love to hate you, I guess is my point that I'm trying to make. So in this whole Thank a Maxi thing, Nick Carter wrote, uh, literally none of these are warnings about, F- literally no one, none of these are warnings about FTX. Maxis have saved precisely zero people from hacks or frauds. Because no one listens to them as they are relevant and carry no signal. <sighs> I don't know which one he falls under. I think he's the stupidest motherfucker of all time. How can you say such a thing, man? You are an absolute idiot. And we're going to get into our thank a maxi section where I'll basically prove how this person is wrong. But you, the listener, take a second. 
Think about one of the maxis, real maxis. I'm not talking about Pomp. I'm not talking about J. Will. I'm not talking about these fake maxis, these LARPers. Real maxis. And let me know. Just think for a second. Now, you could boost and let me know. Or you could just think it to yourself. Think about that one maxi that changed the game for you. That literally orange-pilled you. And in the Matrix analogy, literally no going back. The world was different for you. Think about that person and let me know if that person has not continuously delivered you content continuously delivered you conviction, right? And what is Nick Carter talking about? I'm sure he got to the position he's at by listening to a maxi or understanding a maxi. So I don't know if I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's just doing really good marketing here, but I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt because you shouldn't even be saying stupid shit like this. It's super ignorant to say, especially in a situation where FTX did rug pull and wreck a bunch of people and if there is any tribe that was screaming the warning calls over and over and over again it was absolutely bitcoin maxis there is nobody else that was looking out for people there is nobody else that's selfless enough to care about other people's wealth besides bitcoin maxis and they're not pocket watching not worried about how many millions or how much bitcoin this other person has but i'm worried that they're going to lose their slice of the 21 million, right? And we we talk about this stuff all the time. That's why, like, not your keys, not your cheese exists. That's why, uh, you know, everything that Maxis talk about and, 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 and how they talk about exchanges is very relevant. So, dude, Nick, if you're really saying that, you're clueless and you're following the wrong people and maybe you deserve to be in the environment that you're in. Although I do think that Nick will pull off something to turn him into the good Nick again. And everybody's going to like LARP over him and oh, blah, blah, blah. I won't be one of those people, but I've seen this game get played out on the internet over and over again. You see it in wrestling. You see it in other story narrative driven things. Um, he's just trying to get people to pay attention to him. But if you're really focused on what's going on in the world and what's going on with Bitcoin and what's going on with, with you know, big food, big pharma, all these things that are attacking us and, and the fights that we're going back, you should have zero to little time to worry about what Nick Carter is saying. Who gives a shit about what Nick Carter is saying? Oh, Jose, you're talking about it here on the show, so you must... No, 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 no. I just think it actually segues perfect into my Thank a Maxi section uh, because this is stupid as shit. Maxis are irrelevant, fam. For real. No signal, fam. For real. All right. So let me get into my thank of Maxi section so I could counter that and say that not only have I gotten signal, I've gotten nothing but life-changing information from these individuals. So in no particular order, Gigi got into Bitcoin. Gigi was one of the first ones that gravitated to me. He's, I call him a philosopher. I've had him on the show. Check out those episodes. I've had him twice on the show. Uh, check out those episodes. But Gigi is that guy that gets the real technical and abstract and allows it to be more of a life thing and, and, and borders that line between Bitcoin is life and Bitcoin is technology. Smart enough to understand the technology, smart enough to make the parallels between everyday life. Gigi has been a huge part of what I know about Bitcoin and how I feel about Bitcoin. Parker Lewis. Parker Lewis, gradually then suddenly, was very early on in my journey into Bitcoin, as it is for many others. If you haven't checked it out, I would say that you're late, but the information is, is still relevant forever. It's one of those great pieces, stretches out about 17 articles. Um, I even have to go through and do another reread of it because it's that impactful and that uh, filled. It should have been a book. 
Parker, let's get that book. <laughs> um, but Parker Lewis gradually and suddenly, and to this day, I get to talk to Parker Lewis every now and then. And every time I talk to Parker Lewis, it invigorates me over and over again or hearing him talk. So Parker Lewis is another one. Thank a Maxi there. Um, I don't have this list in front of me, by the way. I'm kind of just freestyling off the head here. Um, more on a macro uh, uh, side of things, but I don't really follow him really that deeply. But early on, he helped me get grounded. Preston Pish, shout out to Preston Pish. Um, I'm not really a macro guy. I don't know how to run charts. I don't know about fiat monetary stuff, but I think Preston has seen, um, has been based enough to basically see, right, what, what it is that we need to see uh, um, when it comes to like relating it to the the markets crashing and all that and still not shit corning. So appreciate him, him, him for that. Marty and Adele, of course, uh, how can you have this conversation without Marty and Adele? They've been carrying that flag. They've been dying on all various types of hill, uh, hills and they've been pioneering uh, the medium space, the, the media, the podcasting space with TFTC and Rabbit Hole Recap. Thanks to those guys. They've been a big part of my journey here. Man, it, there's so many to name here. Eric Kaysen. Eric Kaysen is when when you guys see me boil and get bloody, <laughs> as I like to call it, or get really, really like, it comes from Eric Kaysen because I feel like Eric Kaysen feels sometimes, which is like these fucking lizard loser people or whatever have destroyed our lives and they continue to do it while fucking swatting golf balls in a country club somewhere. Right? And like doing and like literally destroying our lives every single day with nonsense and buffoonery. And uh, Eric Kaysen is not only very well articulated on cryptography being our weapon to win this war, but really powerful in his rants. And when it comes to these are buffoons, these are not smart people. These are buffoons that we have entrusted with power. And now we need to get take it away from them. So Eric Kaysen is one of those here. Um, Jeff Booth, understanding technology and understanding how that correlates with time. Uh, man, there's so many people here on the podcasting level. I think Stefan Lavera has had great conversations. Um, boy, I think I'm going to be forgetting Sam. But those are the, the, the very big ones for me. And for all the other Maxis that are out there that continue to do what y'all do, please continue to do it. Because maybe you've already orange-pilled me, but we got to get as many people out of the matrix as possible. Right, we got to get as many people to take that pill and to understand that the world that they know is not an actual real world. It's a made-up world where you have to battle agents all the fucking time. And if you're not the one, the agents will win every single time. Um, and we are all the one if we hold self-custody, our Bitcoin, because we all have a vote. We all have an ability to run our nodes and basically conduct free market business unlike what they want, which is to capture your time and energy and take it away. I'm going to add Michael Saylor to that list and Jack Maulers to that list. Um, I know Michael Saylor and Jack Maulers I've had my critique on. Not so much critique, just things that I'm curious about. Michael Saylor holding too much of a bag and Jack Maulers being more of a marketer than he is an actual, uh, um, you know, uh, more marketing than, than real talk, I guess. There's a lot of examples where he pushes stuff back. But nonetheless, those guys are pushing us, our narrative, our Bitcoin narrative. They're pushing it into the mainstream and they're helping people understand it. And they're fighting the fight every single time they get a chance, every single time they have a microphone, every time, every single time they're on an interview. And we need those people to basically stand there for us because Jose won't be on CNN or uh, MSNBC or any of the other platforms, but a Michael Saylor and a Jack Maulers will, and they represent us. So I got to add them to that list as well. Appreciate those fellas. Uh, man, there's so many here. I won't even continue going on that. 
Um, but thank you, Maxi. I like that trend. I didn't post anything about it because I wanted to do it on the show. But hey, thank you, Maxi. Thank somebody who has helped you on your journey. Thank somebody who has taught you cold storage, lightning, anything that has helped you become more self-sovereign um, because those people need your love and they need to appreciate your love. And perfect segue into what I'm about to talk about here. We need protection for what's about to come. And these Maxis have set you up for success for what's about to come. What is it that's about to come? Digital dollar, uh, the CBDC, the first trial of it is here. MasterCard, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and others launch a 12-week experimental digital dollar pilot with the New York Fed. Uh-oh, Bitcoiners told you so. Bitcoiners told you that this was coming. Bitcoiners told you that you should be aware of this, yet nobody listens because we're all tinfoil hat people. This is a trend that needs to be deaded really quick. They're going to do their very best to make this feel amazing for people. And most people, the normies are going to basically say, well, what does it really matter? I mean, I, I, my card is instant settlement. My card, uh, the, the, my money is digital. I don't hold any cash. It matters because surveillance is upon us. It matters because you're going to be, you're going to walk up one day to the store, your favorite store to try to buy something. And you're going to get the big overject because of some social media Twitter post that you posted. Right. Like this is dangerous stuff here. And this is where Bitcoin protects us from that. But I'm worried about this because they're going to make this seem fabulous to people who are trialing this. I'm talking about like free money. Right? They're going to start dumping it like, oh, listen, try this digital currency. And now you're going to get a thousand dollar check or whatever. And you're going to be able to use these uh, CBDCs or these digital dollars or whatever. This is a bad trend that we need to nip in the butt right away. And just a year ago, people were saying that's only going to happen in China. That's not going to happen here. Yet here we are in New York. Surprise. In New York, we're about to they're about to roll out this CBDC thing. And I think that's extremely dangerous and something we should keep an eye out for. We don't need this type of resistance. And don't let them sucker you into thinking that because the money is quote unquote digital, that that's an actual new thing. They're threatened by Bitcoin. So they went and, and, and made a Bitcoin cash. They went ahead and just made a digital shit coin. Right? And then they're going to sell it to you. There's a lot of stuff going around where like the Fed and a lot of different people were involved in FTX. Um, I don't think that that's incorrect. I just don't know enough about it to get into it here. But there's a lot of political power and money going into the CBDC and the success of it. They want you weak. They want you poor. They want you under their control. And, and they want you begging to go into a hospital, right? They're going to put the pressure. They're going to put the heat up so high. And they're going to put the pressure so much that you're going to beg to get into a hospital. You're going to beg to get shitty food at the grocery store. Right? You're going to beg for the normal things to get water. They are going to tank this fucking thing before they give it over. If you think, back to my whole thing, if you think that they're basically just going to say, stack Bitcoin and HODL and you were going to win, they, you're wrong. They're going to put the pressure up in this bitch and they're going to intentionally sabotage this thing to make this CBDC thing seem like it's the solution to all the problems you're seeing. I'll give you another example. You can't afford ribeye, man. But if you pay with CBDCs, we're going to give you 50% off, 60% off. And people, if you don't know by that day after Thanksgiving Day, people are nuts about discounts, man. People will do anything to get a discount because they think they're saving money. This CBDC thing, man, I see it. I'm all over it. I'm not having no part of that. Continue to stack sats is what I told my wife. Continue to do what we do. I recommend y'all do the same thing because they're going to put the pressure up so much that you're going to want to beg for the solution. 
You're going to want to beg for their services. You're going to want to beg for them to be involved in your life. And that's all they want to do. They don't want to help you. They want to empower themselves over you. They want to take everything away from you. And this is just the start. Remember when they said two weeks to flatten the curve? Now they're saying 12-week experimental program? These motherfuckers ain't playing, man. There's nothing experimental about this. This is just how they get it in. And once they get it in is when they run amok. And once, <clears throat> excuse me, and once they run amok, well, that's when we're gonna, it's going to be a harder fight for Bitcoiners and for freedom technology. So keep your eye out for this, man. This is, this is when I saw this, I, um, I, I was a, a little, not taken back because we knew that this was going to happen, but how fast it showed up here in our, in our states, right? How fast of a possibility that is. And there's a lot of money behind those companies. MasterCard, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and others launched a 12-week pilot. That's a really big thing. So keep an eye out for that. Don't get fooled by their discounts. Don't get fooled by their tactics. Be strong and understand that freedom will always win. And it's only going to take a, a, a sour taste in people's mouth to this to understand that they have to look for the best form of money. And we already know what the best form of money is, and that's going to be Bitcoin. But there's going to be a, some time before the majority realize that it's Bitcoin. So keep an eye out for that. And, and, and just to segue into um, continued legacy fiat dinosaur nonsense, um, Charlie Munger. <laughs> I was going to say something else. But Charlie Munger is just a complete clown. Um, these guys are built on the old system of securing money, saving money. They're embedded in, in the stock market. They were so ahead of the game that they're now like billionaires because they were able just to be so far again. And then they want you to do it the way they do it. Right. So they wanted you to like continue to put, because it helps them out, right? More money in the market, more shares for them, et cetera, et cetera. Why are we listening to these fossils? I don't know. I don't listen to them. I know some people I do that do listen to them. They call them the greatest investors. And I say they with Charlie Munger and the other fuck. Um, but either way, these old fossils need to stop. Um, he says, and I quote, I like central bankers and I hate Bitcoin promoters. I think he also went in that conversation and saying that like, you know, sex trafficking and stuff could be paid for with Bitcoin. And he's not with that. Shut your face forever, Charlie Munger. Go and die off wherever it is you're with your billions of worthless fiat paper dollars. Go die off wherever it is you got to do. And hopefully you educated your offsprings, if you even have any, to be more based than you are and to understand the future of money and to even understand what money is. Because the majority of people just don't understand what money is. And that's where we find this underlining problem of people just getting wrecked trusting third parties because they're trusting them to explain to you know the investors what money is and money is what none of them say it is because they're all charlatans right they're all incentives are all skewed and their incentives are geared to screw you over uh, uh to the benefit of them and their family and their lineage so that's gonna end my little rant on what the cbdc is and just fiat in general but let's not listen to these people and let's understand that the old school idea of just saving money for a rainy day that our parents may have taught us does not work anymore and if you're gonna save it for a rainy day save it and the hardest money that has ever existed in bitcoin and don't do what our parents told you to do which is to have a savings account where they make millions off of your hard work and equity, but only give you a 0.0002% or something stupid like that. And they can rug pull you at any moment in time like these exchanges are doing because a shit coin is literally just a digital version of a fiat of a bank. It's the same exact thing. The bank will rug pull you and give you 0.002% in the process. So stop looking for yield and start storing it behind your own private keys, by the way, 
in the hardest money of all time. And you will thank me come five to 10 years. You will thank me as a maxi maybe one day uh, when we cycle around like this because I have saved you. But listening to guys like this are going to get you wrecked. If you come to me in a conversation and tell me that your Tesla stock is doing XYZ or your whatever stock or your Apple stock is doing it, I'm going to shut my brain off and say, until you get wrecked, until you know the inevitable event happens where like this fiat dollar collapses. And if the fiat dollar collapses, well, guess what happens to your dollar? Guess what happens to your stock? Guess what happens to that company, right? Meanwhile, Bitcoin just continues to not care and continues to mine its block every 10 minutes and continues to do it graciously. Mind you, this, we were backed up about after the FTX thing, about 156 blocks. Bitcoin didn't care. I mean, you might have had to pay more minor fees, but Bitcoin was just chugging along, finding its blocks, logging the transactions, keeping it pushing, wealth is still established, and there's nothing that can mess that up. So if I were to sum this whole episode up, because I know we're approaching our time here, I appreciate y'all for getting me the podcast to this point, and I will continue to grind, and I will continue to give you my best, my transparent best, right? Nick Carter, stupid, probably one of the stupidest people I've ever seen. Go ahead and thank a Maxi for saving your wealth and orange pulling you and getting you out of the matrix. Stay away from that digital dollar and keep an eye out for the stunts that they're trying to pull. And all fiat bankers, investors, they're all clowns. Don't listen to anything they got to say. So that wraps up Solo Rip number 30. You guys know where to find us. Fountain and Breeze are the easiest way to load up a wallet, listen to the podcast, and stream us some sets. Bitcoin TV is where you get this 4K content, although the last few times I've had a hard time uploading my episode. But that's where we want to go to decentralize video. And then we are on the legacy platforms to be able to spread signal through those algorithms. Rate, share, and subscribe. That helps us float up so more people can get signal and be onboarded and hopefully be orange-pilled to what we got going on here. Appreciate y'all as always. Catch y'all next week. Catch y'all on the main chain. And then next week in the solo rip. Peace.